What's going on, everybody? This is Dr. Elo, and today we're going to start off with a new podcast. So the title of this podcast is Beyond Office Walls, Navigating the Remote Work Revolution. And I am happy to be talking about a topic that I have a lot of passion about. And we're going to start right now with the different topics. So in today's episode, I'll be defining and explaining the difference between a remote worker and I will also go over the rise of remote work, how the remote work was presented as an option to do our work during this pandemic times, right? So let's jump right into the first episode. So what is remote work? Remote work is not telecommuting or telework. It sometimes is confused by it. They're very similar things, but they have two different objectives, right? In remote work, you practically are working in a remote area all the time. With telecommuting or telework, you still have a responsibility to go to the office and present yourself and have a little more communication with your coworkers or your bosses in a day-to-day basis, right? In in a one-on-one. Remote work also involves performing job tasks and responsibilities from a location other than your traditional office. What does that mean? Working from home. You can be working from a, a, a place like WeWork that you can do rent a small office space in there. Um, you can rent it for a day, for a week. And this is only one option, right? There's lots of options out there as well. And you can actually work from a different area. And also, this is enabled by technology, like the internet and communication tools, phone, tablets, you name it. And it allows employees to work from their homes, co-working spaces, like I mentioned, and even other remote locations, which are very popular, to be honest. It also offers benefits, such as the great flexibility, greater flexibility, and a work-life balance. Yeah, I know a bunch of people don't miss that commute. Coming, uh, driving hours, taking the train, taking the bus. There's a, a better work-life balance because you're here already, right? And also, one of the most beneficial things about remote work is that it provides access to a global talent pool. So you can not only hire from your local community, you can hire pretty much across the globe which is pretty, pretty amazing. And it is obvious that we have a lot of talented people where we live at, but there's always great and amazing talent elsewhere. Also, it redefines where, when, and how work is accomplished in this modern era. I believe remote work is the future, not for everybody, right? You can't be a mechanic over the phone, over the the computer. You can probably do the theory part, but you can't really do mechanic on a car unless you're using, like, I don't know, a robot or something like that. There might be a time that you probably have to, but for now, being a mechanic is hands-on, right? If you're a project manager, you might be able to manage your project from a different state. Like, for example, the, the projects that I manage on a daily basis, they're in Texas and in Louisiana. I'm able to do that because of the nature 
of that project. Not all projects work the same way. What is teleworks? What's the difference in between working from home or from uh, remote location all the time? Telework is basically the same term as telecommuting, right? It allows your employees to work from locations outside the traditional office setting, but it provides an opportunity several times a week to engage with the other coworkers, bosses, or whomever, even clients in the office several times a week. For example, right now I'm doing telework. I telework, work from home, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Now on Mondays and Thursdays, I go into the office. On Mondays, they do what they call a core day. And that means that everybody from our office is there on Monday. And we have actually regular meetings. We have face-to-face -face engagement And it's a little bit better to work when you have people in front of you. Now, for example, on Thursdays, it's not a core day. So I basically go into the office and work there. But I do actually remote work in the office. And let me explain what I'm talking about. I basically go into the office on Thursdays. There's nobody else from the office that goes in there that in, in that day, right? There's probably other offices around in the building, but from my office, I'm the only one that comes in on Thursdays. What that means is that I'm still doing the same thing that I would do here. I'm still using my laptop. I'm still doing Microsoft Teams call or what it, whichever software you use. So it feels like I am doing remote work or teleworking from the office. But these are... Uh, It's implemented by your bosses or your higher-ups of how they would like you to interact. Sometimes there's a need for in-person meetings. For example, in, 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 my, in my line of work, which is project management, it really doesn't matter if we go in. But for our benefit, we like to have that interaction at least once a week. And because it's mandated by the higher-ups anyways, we make the best out of it. So we go into the office, and we have that regular office setting on Mondays. And the rest of the week, there's three days that I work from home, and one day they go into the office and kind of remote work from the office. But if there is a need for something to be done in the office, I'm there. And the rest of the days, some of the guys are there as well. So... There's other flexibilities that can be done while you're teleworking, right? So it does enhance your work balance, work-life balance from a regular eight to five being every day in the office. It provides you a little bit of flexibility. So you have the best of two worlds, right? It works for a lot of people. And it also reduces the commute times and those associated stress with the, the, the commute. Like on Mondays, when I come back, I'm exhausted. I'm not going to lie. For some reason, it's not the same as, as working from home because you just wake up, grab a cup of coffee, 
and go right into the next room. Here involves driving. I take the train, the metro in D.C. So I drive to uh, the parking, right, to the metro. I take the metro for an hour, walk to the office, which is right in front of the metro. I can't complain. I work. I come back, do the same deal again, just backwards, and come back home. But by the time I'm home, I'm tired. It's mentally tiring. But on the other hand, I do have my steps in for the day. It can increase a little bit of productivity and job satisfaction when you have the best of two worlds. When you have that, that telework, you have half and half. You, have, you don't have the need to go to the office because you already go. And you don't have the need to just stay in a place where it's quieter. Like for me, at my home, in my home office, this is where I work best because it's quiet. I don't have uh, all the coworkers screaming or raising their voices because people, for some reason, when they're on Teams calls and see people on the other side of the screen, they love screaming. And it happens at work all the time. And it's a, telework is a viable uh, option in the modern workplace. It's something that it's being done by many companies and vice doing the remote work. Now, there's a lot of people who are actually working from home all the time or from a different setting all the time, and that's okay as well. It all depends on, on, on the job and what are your needs from your duties, right? So now that we establish that remote work is a place where you work all the time out of the office, you don't touch the office, you don't see the office, you don't see anybody in person unless you have travel in, in, in the middle, then we have telework, which is a hybrid type of, of work environment and where you assist or go to the office a couple of days a week or three or whatever your, your employer tells you to. And the rest of the time you're home or you're in your remote office doing your work. Now we have the difference, right? So now let's talk about the rise of remote work. Man. In 2020, right, I know it's COVID-19, but it started here in the United States around March. That's where I, that's as far as I can remember. It transformed the way we do work. Now you can see that it was a transformative trend in employment and business. It was, and it still is, to be honest. This is the future. Let's be real. It accelerated our place in within not our place but it accelerated the way we did work right it, it changed completely our environment how we do things we had to learn from scratch we had to learn on friday or on monday of whenever whatever happened i don't know which state was it but Let's say they told us you're not returning to the office on a Friday. On Monday, we had to learn everything the same day. How to connect with people online. How to manage your workflows during the day. How to control yourself from going to the kitchen and eating, eating 20 times a day, right? There's so many things that you had to learn how to do 
And the first day of coming of starting to telework or remote work, whatever you want to call it, because we were not going to the office, that's definitely remote work. So it was something as a learning new job. It was stressful. People didn't know how to use the technology. It was, it was a big thing. So the rise of remote work came with technological advancements that we weren't ready for. It came with cloud computing, collaboration tools, which enabled seamless remote work. But at the same time, it was not seamless at the time because people didn't know what they were doing. We needed high-speed internet. So for those people who did not believe in the internet or did not use it, they had, I don't know, a couple of megabytes just to see their emails. They had to change and make that make that economical change because it, it was a lot more expensive. We had to, we were obligated to break down geographical barriers. And we were, obviously, we had to recruit people from other places of the world as well. Because a lot of people just retired or quit or didn't embrace the remote working environment. So basically, COVID-19, the pandemic, was acting as a catalyst for this widespread adoption of remote work very quickly. So it did, though, provide employees with greater autonomy, with better work-life balance. It did provide the opportunity for companies to encourage diversity and inclusivity within their organizations because oftentimes you were just hiring people you never made, never met in person. So you were you had to shape a more flexible, a more sustainable and inclusive future of work. And absolutely days or weeks. It was really interesting to see how all of this unfolded and how the rise of remote work was sudden and there was no time to think about it. It was like everybody's sick. If you go outside, you get sick. There's a lot of people passing away. Because of because we don't know what this we don't know the effects of this pandemic, right? What COVID nineteen? We don't know the effects yet. We're really confused about what it is, how to treat it. And now that we have all the tools, we have vaccines, we have everything that we need to. There are some companies that are starting to return back, but a lot of people are already used to working from home. So this is where the whole rise of remote work got a little bit stale. And what I'm saying by stale, it, it didn't develop further because people 
managers, company owners understood that not every single job can be done online. And I understand that. Like I was talking about earlier, a mechanic can't fix your car from home. The military can't defend you from their home. Not entirely. Probably the Air Force can, right? From some drones. But there's certain jobs that you just can't do online. And there's a, there was a need to bring a lot of people back from the work-from-home situation. There's people who lost their jobs, to be very honest, because they couldn't fulfill their duties during the pandemic or couldn't afford it to get sick. So <laughs> it was really interesting to see how this rise of remote work started in a heartbeat. From, for me, it was in a weekend. It's like, yep, you're working from home from now on. It's what? All right, you're working from home. And then this is what we need to do from now on. So everything's going to be managed through Microsoft Teams. At least that was my organization. They use Microsoft, we use Microsoft Teams for everything. We use SharePoint to collaborate between documents. SharePoint is a tool like every other tool that we have for Google or anything else. that You can just open a document and several people can be making changes and it identifies the names of the people who are making changes in there. And it enabled a little bit more version control. So these are the type of topics that we are going to be talking in this podcast. This is number one. So this podcast is specifically, I wanted to go over what is remote work versus telework. I want to explain a little bit of what was the rise or how did remote work came to our lives, right? And we all know it came a little bit faster than usual. But in conclusion, we, we have defined what remote work is, telework. We talked a little bit about the rise of work and how it's shaping our future. So in season one, we will be bringing remote teleworkers and remote workers from all walks of life to learn from their experiences, right? Bring some people, some amazing people that have the opportunity to work from home. Season one has eight episodes. This is number one. Let's go over the next seven so you guys can know what are the topics I'm going to be talking about or we're going to be talking about because I'm going to bring people in. So this one was number one. What is remote work? I explained. I went over the rise of it. Now, the next episode is mastering remote productivity, strategies for staying focused and efficient. This is one of the most important topics right here, how to maintain your focus and maintain yourself efficient in a place where nobody's looking at you. Then we have number three, building strong remote teams, communication, collaboration, and culture. We have number four, remote leadership, leading and motivating teams in a virtual environment. Number five, balancing work and life. Navigating remote work challenges and setting boundaries. 
as important as it sounds, <laughs> this one is a big one as well. Number six, remote onboarding and training. Best practices for introducing new hires to virtual work. Number seven, the big boogeyman, tech tools for remote success. Exploring apps and platforms for seamless remote collaboration. And number eight, which is the last but not least, overcoming remote isolation. Strategies for maintaining mental health and connection. So this is all of the topics that I have for season one, right? We have eight episodes. This is episode number one. It's going to be a great season. I'm going to bring a lot of amazing people. And I thank you so much for taking part of your day or night, wherever you're at, to listen or to watch this podcast, because this is, in essence, a video podcast. So remember that in the next episode, I'll be bringing in our first guest, and we will be discussing how to master remote productivity and some strategies for staying focused and efficient. And remember to unleash your potential work from anywhere. All right. This is Dr. Wheelout.